everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and I want to welcome you to the podcast version of Mike Murphy's Friday Rumblings. For years, these have been a Facebook post each Friday. I decided these words were worth spreading to a wider audience and worth making accessible in another format that might be easier for some people. Full disclosure, Mike Murphy is my husband, and this was not his idea. In fact, I'm the narrator. Rob Bell says, everything is spiritual. You might listen to this podcast and say, wait a minute, sounds like there is some political content included. I would simply echo Rob Bell's words, everything is spiritual. Give the rumblings a listen and see if you agree, or maybe you'll disagree, but I guarantee it will be food for thought. Whether you agree or disagree, keep the conversation going. Also, if you want a print version of the rumblings, you can find it in the show notes or friend Mike on Facebook. Now, are you ready to rumble? Rumble one. Imagine a faith so empty that you think bringing prayer into a school is following Jesus, but bringing free lunches is not. Unknown. As long as there are tests in schools, there will be prayers in the classroom, right? No one can stop that kind of quiet but urgent prayer. There are those, however, who want schools to offer more prayer, preferably an out loud prayer offered to an evangelical deity and in the best of all worlds, accompanied by the Pledge of Allegiance. Proponents of this seem to believe that a Christian out loud prayer in a properly patriotic public school will solve oh so many problems. Hmm. Will it solve the problem of hunger? Here's the issue. That very same school prayer movement is often the tip of the spear fighting for book bannings and whitewashing history curriculums and even ending food subsidies for hungry kids. It isn't just about school prayer for them. It's tied to a bigger agenda. What would happen if they dropped their agenda for a time and just spent time getting to know the children and parents who lived in food deserts? What if they listened to their prayers? What would happen in their heart if they heard them quietly pray for food? What would happen if they actually pondered the real-world ramifications if all those food subsidies just went away? Then what? I think Jesus is all in on feeding people. I think Jesus is all in on prayer. I think Jesus is all in on any prayer that leads to actually helping people. Rumble 2. Inaccurate eschatology causes the church to wait for a king who already reigns, a kingdom they're already in, to become what they already are, wait for an age that has already come, wait for a victory that's already been won, and wait to do what they already should be doing. Father Ken Saunders. I know full well how easy it is to walk around with an empty faith and a theology that ignores what God has already done and waits around for what's already here. Rumble 3. A narcissist wants the authority of a king while having the accountability of a toddler. The Mind Journal. It's been said, not sure who, that a society is in deep trouble when greed is flaunted, anger poses as strength, and stupidity is seen as a virtue. 
If you take that greed, anger, stupidity, and allow a narcissist to stir it up, guess what happens? Nothing but trouble. As for those who irresponsibly welcome that kind of trouble, I really have no words for you. That's a lie. Actually, I do have words. They're just not fit to print. Rumble 4. I used to tolerate a lot more because I didn't want to lose people. Now I establish boundaries because I don't want to lose myself. Kathleen Diane, Real Life Reflections. It takes courage to say yes to rest and play in a culture where exhaustion is seen as a status symbol. Brene Brown. You must find the courage to leave the table if respect is no longer being served. Tanae Edwards. Self-care is absolutely essential. It helps build up our strength and resolve, preparing us to face both the joys and sorrows that will surely come knocking at our door. Rumble 5. Aldous Huxley wrote that the purpose of propaganda is to make one set of people forget that other sets of people are human. I'd say propaganda is fulfilling its purpose these days, and sometimes we willingly become the conduit through which it is transferred. And that's when a very ugly transformational process begins to take root in us. We begin to believe that our particular tribe is superior. We end up refusing to embrace the shared common humanity that we have with all people in all tribes. We forget that we have a shared identity, that we are created in the image and likeness of a God who loves us all. Rumble 6. One of the early Jesuits, Jerome Nadal, said that the good spirit is gentle, even in reproach. Pray as you go. If I could only be as gentle with myself as the spirit is, is there anyone else who is their own deadliest critic? Rumble 7. Jesus had this habit of hanging out with sinful people. Self-righteous folks didn't like it. They too easily forgot about their most recent flirtation with sin. The same thing happens today, doesn't it? Rumble 8. During my theology studies, one student asked our New Testament professor about Jesus' self-knowledge. I remember the fellow stood up to ask a series of long and impassioned questions. When Jesus thought about himself, asked the student, did he know he was divine? When he prayed, how did he relate to God the Father? How did he know what he was supposed to do? Did he know that he was the Messiah? What did he think about the miracles he performed? Overall, what was his inner life like? My professor, a distinguished scholar and dedicated priest, listened carefully, paused for a moment, and said, We have no idea. Still, these are fascinating questions, and one that every serious Christian needs to grapple with. James Martin, S.J. I can't say enough about learned people who are just fine with admitting they don't have all the answers. I trust them. All of us should be that humble. Rumble 9. 
back to the basics. Praise the Lord, all you nations extol him, all you peoples, for great is his love toward us, and the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Psalm 117. Rumble 10. St. Bonaventure expanded on Alan of Lilly's philosophical idea of God as one whose center is everywhere and whose circumference is nowhere. God is within all things, but not enclosed, outside all things, but not excluded, above all things, but not aloof, below all things, but not debased. Richard Rohr responds by saying, Therefore, the origin, magnitude, multitude, beauty, fullness, activity, and order of all created things are the very footprints and fingerprints of God, center for action and contemplation. Where's God? Look and see, listen and hear, smell, touch, laugh, cry. It is my understanding that Jesus inhabits all such things.